Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Guys on Gaffer. It is the middle of double game week 27 as we record. The teams are are out. Um, the lineups are out for the double game week games on, on the Tuesday night. And uh, I'm joined once again by David and Abhishek as we look ahead to the next few game weeks. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, doing all that bit of a board because you have to do work from home again. So, apart from that, yeah. everything all right. Yeah, it's a fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm good. Also, getting a bit sick of working working from home. Looking forward to mm -hmm. not having to do that. But yeah, it's uh, it's going right. Gaffer's not going so well, but you'll you'll see more about that in a bit. Um, <laughs> and yeah lots of postponements it's getting a bit ridiculous now in the premier league but anyway um yeah yeah let's have a look at how we've been getting on so it's been a few weeks since we last did a championship episode um but yeah how uh that's david first david how are you getting on with this double game week and what's your strategy been um yeah how's it going well um if this was a, like a normal game week, uh, I feel I would be doing okay with 79 points, but uh, I think I'm in the lower end of the scale now with the people playing like multi-captain and triple-captain uh, things on Mitrovic. Uh, mm. Because I'm seeing like people having 70-odd points with him and I only have 48, so I'm already behind on that one. Uh, 48, but, uh, I know. <laughs> it's mad that we're saying that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, feel, it feels like little points when that's like more than you can get in a game week in FPL, like, so yeah, madness, uh, he's too good. Um, but yeah, I played, I played my overhaul uh, with the next game week in mind and also the game weeks after with doubles and blanks. So I'm hoping uh, that this will pay off in the long run. So yeah, if it doesn't go uh, as well this week, but goes well next week, I'm, I'm going to be happy with it. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's going okay, and I, I think I have some players that can do well next week because I'm playing my budget buster. But we will get onto that uh, later. But uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be a big big game um, week coming up next next game week for you, definitely. Yeah, and also I hope uh, Earl is not injured anymore because he was like integral to my plan. So uh, that's uh, mm. already a bump on the road. But uh, yeah, yeah. Other than that, I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping this is a work in progress and not, like, already over. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Moving on to you, Abhishek. How is it going for you? Well, played the multi-captain chip. So, as David mentioned, Mitrovic scored 48 points, but it's <laughs> it looks like very little points as of now because... <laughs> lot of people has played i think the uh, other captaincy option i think <coughs> sorry and they have scored i think 72 points from that because it's uh, thrice the captaincy points so on hindsight it's looking like i have missed the boat because i have that chip left but i have played the multi-captain it would have been better because my other two captains were buckley and Burton diaz but Burton diaz didn't turn up so who was my vice so it was a bit of a downer judging from all the points that have been scored by the rest of the managers but so far i have scored 97 points with <coughs> excuse me 48 points scored by metrovision alone so you, you can say that it's going like either if metrovich scores more then i can score more if mitrovic doesn't score more then i am not scoring more because like david i also brought in earl and seemingly he is injured and mcfadzen also got i think benched or injured i don't know but he didn't play so two of the players two of my 11 players already got out so out of that eight out of that i think nine nine players so Townsend, Bree got their five, five and four pointers. Buckley scored twelve points. So he's he was my emergency captain. So that was 
Mm, that one was good from Buckley. And the surprising part was that I played Lawrence. And Lawrence being Derby's talisman and scoring two goals against Sheffield United, which I did, did not expect. Great shout, that. That's a really good shout. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> so nice that helped me. That helped me to some extent, and suddenly it covers up the points of Earl and McFadden, which I expected at least clean sheets from them. So yeah, so far I've scored 97 minus four, so 93 points with I think one, two, three, four, four players on doubling, four or five players still yet to play on second second fixtures. So let's hope it turns out to be a good one because so far my boosts in gaffer both in championship and super league has been good for me so let's hope so far it's looking good and hopefully it will be better uh, come tuesday and wednesday come today and next week next day yeah so yeah and anyone who is watching will probably know the result of the the fulham game by an hour in the preston sheffield united game uh, by the time it's released, so you'll know whether Mitrovic has broken Ivan Tony's record last season, which was how many was it? Did he get thirty-six Fifth. points times? Yeah, thirty-six points, and then that was obviously times by three, I think. Mm. Which means yeah. that Mitrovic needs to score thirteen points tonight to beat that. So we'll see. Um, potentially an error there, playing multi-captain, mate. Not captain, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's the problem. Should have played Captain Fantastic, but yeah. you know. <laughs> well, how about you? How did you get on? Ugh. Well, I'm on 86 minus eight. Um, it's been a bit of a brutal couple of game weeks. I managed to call myself up to 20th um, a couple of game weeks ago, which is really, really good. And then had a bad game week last game week, and then obviously Mitch, which has killed me off this week. Um, I'm not sure, because obviously my team got in a bit of a mess a few weeks ago and I had to overhaul um, mm. whether I should have just stuck it out and taken a few hits. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know mm. whether that paid off. But as for this week, my transfers in were um, Bree, because I had three consecutive doubles. Johnson, for the same reason. Um, that's Preston's Johnson, not Nottingham Forest's Johnson. Um, mm. And Cabano, who was by far the most successful of the three players to come in, 15-pointer. Um, against Bristol City, mm. so that was nice. Um, but yeah, Earl missing out was annoying because I got in last game week kind of in preparation for this. I thought, mm. uh, you know, I got him a week early preparing for the doubles and then he's injured for both. Um, and then I don't have a keeper because somehow Moore and Davies didn't start. So I've got to think about what to do there as well. Um, so yeah, down to 53rd now, which will probably go down tonight if Mitrovic does anything. So it's... Uh, been a disappointing fall the last few weeks but uh, we will try and recover with that third set of boosts and there's loads of doubles coming up so we'll, we'll see what happens um so that's that's me so let's mm. look ahead to the next few game weeks um so those of you who are on twitter have pro probably realized by now that Angus and um, Rob um, and FPL Panda have been kind of tag teaming it with the blanks and doubles. What tends to happen is Angus is tweeting out all the uh, postponements and the, the rearrangements, um, every single one where, as and when they come up. And then Rob has been look, taking those and updating the fix, his fixture ticker. Um, and so, yeah, you can now see which teams have got the most doubles coming up. And most, the most important, most important things to note are teams like Preston who have two more doubles and then they play in 30 Swansea are the other team that have two doubles and play um, in 30 um, and then there are various other teams on two doubles but they don't play in 30 so Barnsley, Luton um, and oh, just those two actually and then various others with just the one double as well so um yeah, the two standout teams there are Preston and, and um, Swansea. Do you guys have any plans to bring any more players from those teams in over the next couple of game weeks? David? 
Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to bring in more because I already had two. Uh, mm. But uh, I, I might have to bring in. I hope we get get uh, info about Earl before the next deadline um, because this game week we got it after uh, by like the official Preston account like right before the game. So it's like no no way we could have had none. But um, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm going to look out for Angus's uh, tweets <laughs> extra carefully this week. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it's a good strategy to get some of them because yeah, most of them are quite cheap. Uh, if you like, have to get uh, uh, players that are for budget buster. I didn't go for the cheapest option because I heard that Johnson was a bit more involved, like in set pieces and stuff. So I uh, I went for that instead of Whiteman. I think it was. But uh, yeah. yeah. I think he's a good option as well. Um, I'm not so sure about the strikers because I, I don't know really much about them. And I, I listened to the um, EFL fantasy podcast and they they basically talked just about like Johnson and I think was Earl and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Even they though mentioned... they have to, uh, have the, those games, they are not like the best team. So mm-hmm. you have to like be careful who you choose. They mentioned Whiteman, who's only four point nine. I don't think he's. He's like he's only he's only someone you're probably getting in if you're overhauling. Um, Everson, I've got to I think I've got to have a look at Everson. Um, if my keeper situation is, if it's looking like Moore and Davis aren't going to be playing, Everson is five point two, which is actually for some reason I had it in my head that he, that he was more expensive. Um, so I feel like he's probably one of the only options or one of their defenders. Um, but it's not someone you, it's not a team you'd take a hit for a different place. Swansea are an interesting one. I think there are rumours of Patterson potentially leaving, um, but I don't think any of us have any Swansea players, and they have decent fixtures as well. Preston, QPR, Hull, Luton, Blackburn. Um, and I don't know about you, but I am considering bringing in Pirro. Now, he's not on the best form. I think he scored one goal in five games, but he... Bear in mind, Swansea, their game against Huddersfield was the only game they played in like a month or something because they've had all these postponements. What do you think of of Pirro as an option at the moment? I love him as a player uh, in fantasy games at least because like I had him from when he started to get goals every week and uh, he was a great pick for me for a long time. Uh, So I wouldn't be against getting him back in. Uh, But it doesn't really work for me on Budget Buster, at least not now. Mm -hmm. But... uh, yeah, going forward into like game third and stuff, I'm I'm looking for a striker to replace um, Adebayo when mm-hmm. he's done with his doubles. So, yeah, for me it's it could be between him and like uh, uh, what's the name of the Bristol striker again? Um, Vyman. Vyman. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think it's a good option, and he's seven point five, so quite cheap. Yeah, if we're looking at striker options, Vyman is also a good shout because they have four games in the next three game weeks. So they, they don't double in 29, but they do play in 30. Um, yeah. And their fixtures are Cardiff, Luton, Preston and Blackpool. That's four good fixtures and he's, he's on fire. I think it's interesting, actually. We've reached an interesting point in the game where um, after this double, um, Mitrovic, Solanke and Brereton don't double at all. So people are going to be looking to, to slightly different places for strikers now, probably, or some might choose to hold. So Pirot for Solanke feels like a no-brainer to me. Abhishek, what are you thinking about striker spots at the moment? Not much. Basically, you guys have covered it, but uh, I think uh, it's time to go a little bit uh, out of template with the strikers, specifically, because everyone has Mitrovic, everyone has uh, Burriton Diaz and as you said that Blackburn doesn't and Fulham does not um, double after for quite a long time so I think possibly nobody is selling Mitrovic because he's like the Salah of FPL so maybe it, is it time to look uh, after, to look outside Burriton Diaz but the kind of form he is in, it's hard, hard to look up from. Basically, so the odd one out is Solanke at the moment. Yeah. To take him out, that's yeah. the odd one out for other strikers. And for strikers, I think uh, Wyman is the best uh, of the lot. 
so far because he has been scoring goals and he has been on form throughout this season not like five games six games burst he has been scoring goals for throughout the season so think Wyman is the one to look forward to Piro until Swansea start to get some results I don't know about Piro because they have dropped quite a bit and now they're selling their players main players Bidwell has gone to Coventry with the rumors of Patterson going I don't think they have they are looking like the squad that was at least two seasons back or at least the last like last season so Piro may be an outside shout because until and unless they have some players who can and they have also sold they have also sold layered as well uh, mm -hmm. who was on loan from united uh, now he has gone to yeah now he has gone to uh, bournemouth so so layer is not there so i don't know who plays their right back i don't know who plays their left back with bidwell gone that's an unknown team to me as of now right we are we are back just had a technical issue but we're we're all good now um so yeah we were just um obviously talking about the upcoming doubles and stuff um but one team that we've only briefly touched on is Bristol City, who played four times up to game week 30, and they've got really good fixtures. Um, Cardiff, Luton, Preston, and then uh, Blackpool. So, aside from Vyman, who's um, annoyingly for people who haven't played Budget Buster, just gone up to 7 million ahead of his double. Shame. Yeah. Shame. Um, Real shame. Yeah, so he's not eligible for Budget Buster anymore. Um, but apart from Vyman, David has got Scott as a cheap midfielder who's, who's got four points per game in the last four, which is not too bad. Would you look at any other options? What about the keeper, maybe? Yeah, ben, I don't know who ben. the keeper is. <laughs> O'Leary. He's only 4.1, but I don't think he's getting the save points. He's got 0.75 points per game. I think Bristol City are probably in a void, right? Apart from Vyman. Mm. Yeah, apart from Wyman and Scott, I think he seemingly in the last five game weeks he has been scoring um, points and James. But thing is, James is James plays in central defensive midfield position, so I don't know mm. how he will be helping us scoring more points. He, he is their highest scoring midfielder, but throughout the season, so. But uh, I think Scott and Wyman seems to be the main guys. If you're really yeah. stretching into going double Bristol City, apart from uh, or else yeah. Wyman or no one. I was just looking at like the last couple of games they had, and um, it's natural that when you looked at like the last result versus Fulham, you like fo yeah. focus on Fulham and not That's like the two goals they scored. Yeah, That's uh, a but. Yeah, but I saw like um, the two goals they did score uh, because yeah, it's even if, if they lost by four goals, they still got two goals against Fulham, who's that's quite good. Mm -hmm. And the two goals that he that was scored was scored by Antoine Semenyo. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know who, who he is, but he had uh, two goals and the most dribbles in the whole game. So uh, I don't know if is he a new player that hasn't played before, or is, has he just gone gone under the radar because of uh, when. This is why we need we need Spencer. He could tell us. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen he's Spencer pop. Um, sorry, not Spencer. I've seen Semenya pop up a few times, and like when I've watched highlights and he's scored goals, he's looked good. But I think I, I think he's not very nailed, and he he doesn't seem to get a consistent run in the team. Mm. I believe. Um, don't you know? Take that as gospel because that might not be completely correct. Yeah, but I think I, so. <laughs> Point uh, one more he, than Vyman as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I think he's a bench player because he comes every now and then he comes on. Because if he was a starter, surely he would have scored a lot of goals alongside Vyman. But he, he looks I like he's got something about him, though. That, that was a great finish for for his first goal in particular. This is the one that's sticking out to me. Um, rifled it mm -hmm. past the keeper into the corner. He's, I think he's a he's a decent player, but yeah, I don't think we'd be looking at him, would we, when we've got Vyman? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's the issue we have because with forward positions, we have literally spent 20, 20, 21 million already. And with more after everyone was planning for the budget buster, after the budget buster, we kind of need to have and when the AFCON players come back, we kind of need to go to some certain exp uh, expensive defenders, the likes of Zemura, if Bidwell starts well in Coventry. So, Semeo is 7.1, that's too much of a price for my liking. I can, I, Wyman at 7, also very much pricey option to me, but seemingly he's the informed guy mm. as of now, apart from the usual suspects. Yeah. So, I just realized that the form metric on the site is the last four, which includes blanks. So perhaps it's not a very useful metric at the moment. Um, just thought I'd add that because I have been referring to it a couple of times. But yeah, Luton, Luton. Obviously, people have bought in Adebayo already and Bree and stuff, but they've still got two doubles coming out to four games. But they play Sheffield United and Blackburn in those four games. If you don't already have much Luton, like for example, I've just got Bree. Do you think it's worth adding another one in, or do you think with those fixtures they're probably worth leaving out i wish i did <laughs> i wish yeah. i got nesmith instead of Bree, but like or in addition to but uh, yeah could never have known that uh, earl was going injured but uh, yeah yeah um, i mean you couldn't have um, called that you couldn't have called naismith golden assist at all yeah still frustrating though <laughs> yeah of course yeah yeah definitely yeah what happens um yeah maybe not like load too much up but yeah, it's, it's still double, so they could get something. I'm not that keen on Adebayo when I look at those fixtures. When there's... This is one of the things I started thinking about before 27. I was looking at it and I was trying to work out what transfers to make. And I was looking at when I'd get rid of Solanke and I thought I could get, in, get Adebayo now or I could wait a week and get Piro. And Piro appealed a lot more to me. But I, I could totally understand why people have gone for Adebayo. I'm just not convinced he's consistently in amongst the goals at the moment. Luton are doing really well, but they are quite an inconsistent team on the whole. Yeah. I think the main thing that ticks the box to Adebayo's favour is that they have two home games in the next three. Mm -hmm. And Luton yeah. at home seems to be a different team in terms of when they play away. Mm. So far in the season we have seen. So... That's why I think they have gone uh, to Adebayo. Apart from that, we don't, uh, as I said earlier, we don't know how Swan which Swansea will turn up with all those players leaving. We have we are in in the situation that we need to see them first how they play with all those new players that they have signed or whatever player they they have left in there. And especially if Patterson is there or not. If Patterson is there, then happy days for Piro owners because at least he will get the service. Mm. If not, I am not expecting anything from Nachem. I don't. He is a good enough. He is a decent player. He was. He really has done well for Celtic in whatever whatever season, games he has played. But I don't know how to, um, how to judge Nachem. In terms of Patterson's capability, because Patterson is far better player than Natchum, so yeah, maybe. So if Patterson stays after the January transfer window, then certainly Piro is um, a player to break the template. And easy move from Solanke to Piro mm. saves you a couple yeah. of bucks as well. Yeah, and talking about uh, like fixtures. Um... Because I, I think one team we have like skipped over a bit when it comes to fixtures is West Brom because they have like the best double game week, just yeah. on paper at least. But uh, the, the latest results don't really say much uh, because they have not played well. Uh, but uh, from that team, uh, I find uh, one of their strikers a bit interesting. Uh, not only because he helped me like make the most banter move last season ever because I picked the oh, uh, back. This is ridiculous. But uh, Dyke is uh, back. Talent, talent, talent. And uh, 
Yeah, um, yeah, I got uh, quite lucky last season because I uh, I was looking at strikers and like everyone was talking about, uh, yeah, you should get Dyke because he's a good player and uh, yeah, he had a nice match and stuff. But I looked at the names wrong and I brought in Linton Dykes instead. And guess who like got mad holes next couple of weeks? Linton Dykes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I like Dykes. Dyke. For, but for the wrong reasons. But uh, <laughs> he's back now and he's expensive, so I don't know what to think. Yeah. Yeah, West, that's the only thing from uh, for West Brom because all those players are too expensive. Yeah, he's nine points. Yeah. <laughs> that that Peter at home game, like that's really appealing, really really appealing in the, in the double. And it's just a shame if this was in a couple of weeks' time, I think we'd be able to have a better picture of of whether DK has kind of come into the team because he just came off the bench in the last game. He didn't start. Um, For Phillips, so... Yeah, so they are an interesting one. Maybe the double-up is on in defence again, if you don't already have him. Yeah, it's difficult because, again, (laughs) they've only got three fixtures and plenty of teams have four and five. Yeah, and also for the last uh, previous three game weeks, you can't say you can go double Gives Brom defense as well because Mm. out of nowhere, Farlong seems to be benched. (laughs) I don't know why. So it's I'm glad that Townsend doesn't get the treatment that Farlong gets seemingly because I don't know why. What has Farlong done to Ishmael? I don't know. (laughs) He seems to be getting all the boot every now and then, and just. It's very hard for those double owners because most of the teams has Townsend and Furlong. And when Furlong plays, he's constantly on the bonus points as well. So seemingly, if that's that's the only thing that if Ishmael starts to pick out a settle 11 without much chopping and changing in may, whatever position, maybe in defense, midfield or forward, then we can go Otherwise, it's I should. My advice would be to stay away from them, but from Townsend and Furlong. If you guys own them, then that's it. I don't think DK is an option right now because we seemingly has to see how he starts. If he's a bench player, then 9.5 is too much of a price to spend on your team, especially with l- less price forwards there. So. Yeah, I don't think they signed him to be a bench player at all. It's just a case of getting him integrated into the team, and you, you often see it, a, a new signing comes in, they're on the bench for two or three weeks, and then eventually they start and they're away. Yeah. Was, so it, was this the first uh, game he was on the bench, or was it the second or something? I think second game was the FA Cup game he came on. I'm not I think sure. In the league. I think in the league he didn't come on. Maybe I can't. I'm saying yeah, the other did, way. Uh, he definitely he came on play, on Saturday. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't think. Uh, I don't know if he did that. before that. Yeah. No, he was yeah. uh, subbed on the 69 minutes for Phillips. So I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, it's certainly a good signing for West Brom because. Oh yeah. They certainly get an up- upgrade on Carlin Grant. If they qualify, if they get promoted to the Premier League, TK certainly can be a good striker. But it's I've, I've followed uh, I've followed the uh, MLS uh, a bit because of the game, and TK uh, is always like popping up with goals and stuff. And even though that's a bit easier league, it's like I think it's a good signing for them. And uh, mm-hmm. I understand why they priced him so high because, like, we priced him on potential. Because yeah. mm-hmm. a, he did he did good last season in the championship, and now he's playing for a better team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's understandable. Yeah. And yeah, if you want like a uh, uber differential pick for your Solanke out transfer, <laughs> you can go yeah, to him. Maybe. But yeah, I would I would I would maybe wait a week. Yeah. But yeah, I'm known for mm-hmm. like taking players in way too early. Uh, in like sync and stuff, but yeah, mm. I uh, think he will become yeah. an option at some point in the remainder of the season. Yeah, I, I completely so. agree with everything you said, David. But whether it's now, probably not. Maybe, maybe after like the boost resets or something, because then it's more like easier to see where where who plays and who doesn't. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think from 31 onwards, you uh, we can certainly take a look at him because West Brom has kind fixtures from 31 onwards. And if we will be getting a new set of boosts as well, so it will be fun to plan with him. Uh, certainly, if we get a gold face chip, then certainly DK seems like a good option. If he nails the starting point, starting place, then certainly West Brom look dangerous once again. Mm. Yeah. Well, should we move on to the on to the questions? I feel like we've exhausted we have questions. our discussion for now. Yeah. We have questions. We have some questions. questions. Um, Ooh, nice. So yeah, do we want to start with uh, keepers or like doubles? Up to you. Up to you. Yeah. Okay. First question uh, mm. from FPL underscore frustration uh, or just FPL frustration. Uh, with Davies from Stoke and more uh, Coventry benched last game, I'm in the market for a replacement keeper. Who are the best options? Cheers. So yeah, it could, it could be a question for you, Joel, because you have the same problem. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about this as we've been going, actually, because I, well, since I saw that question, because I have the same two keepers at the moment. So brought in Davies to Stoke's double. And I've come up with a few that could be good. Um, don't think I'm too crazy, but we could go for you could, could go for Brad Collins. That's for us. That's for us to decide. <laughs> Let's could, hear your options first. A genuine option. I think Brad Collins is a genuine option. The Barnsley keeper. He is the mm. sixth highest scoring keeper in the game, despite Barnsley being bottom of the league, and that is purely down to saves. He he makes a lot of saves, mm. and they play four mm. times in the next three mm. game weeks. So I think mm. he's an option. Um, another player is well. I mentioned Everson before for Preston, five point two, and they play five times. Um, Sarkic of Birmingham is injured and out for the rest of the season, so Etheridge is four point nine. I don't like that one as much, although they do play four times in the next three game weeks, and that includes games against Barnsley and Peterborough in this upcoming double um, in twenty eight. So um, I think he's. Another potential option. Was there one more that I had in mind? Um, I don't think so. I think that was that was it. Are there any... Well, what are your guys' thoughts on, first of all, those guys? And are there any that I may not have mentioned that are, you think might be good options? Well, I'm, a, I'm a bit biased here because I have one of your options <laughs> in uh, Essage. Uh, and I think it's a good option because he he's a good keeper, and we know that his uh, competitor isn't uh, playing at the moment. Uh, I'm a bit scared that that's going up in price. I hope I can hope that Birmingham don't have like a stormer <laughs> yeah. tonight. But uh, yeah, he uh, yeah, I think he's good. Um, yeah. Another one I've just thought of is is Shea, the Luton keeper, who seems to have displaced Sluger. The danger with him is that. Sluga, you know, I feel like a couple of bad performances and Sluga could come straight back in. I think that's what Dan mm. has said from the EFL Fantasy Podcast. Um, but he is very cheap, so he's another one to throw in. And he's another player who plays four times in the next three game weeks. So, yeah. Any thoughts, Abhishek? No, pretty much you guys covered all the goalkeepers. Uh, my pick would have been also... Um, Sorry. That, um, I, I've just checked. I've just checked the the championship scores. Jaden Bogle has scored, and he's in my team. No oh, way! <laughs> and that's that's like one of my overall picks. I've held him for ages through all God. these postponements, knowing he had a double coming up and had some good fixtures, and he scored. Oh, and so Fulham have also scored. I've yet to see the goal score. It. It's an no, own goal. It's an oh, own goal. <laughs> good. Yeah, it looks like um, that means no points for anyone. Although at at least, at least at least it's not Mengi who have my team. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to rudely interrupt you there, Abhishek. Do you carry on <laughs> with what you were saying? Yeah, well, I was afraid like there was something wrong with the recording or something now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, what I was saying is that my pick would have been Etheridge as well because, um, as you guys mentioned, Sarkic is out of the season, rest of the season with an injury and. He's, I think, if we are on a budget buster, if we are, um, so he, I think it's 4.9. So he fits the bill as well. And possibly he will not have a price increase 
ahead of game week 28. So he seems like the numero uno option as of now, if we are looking at a replacement goalkeeper. And one more keeper is I really like Huddersfield fixtures moving forward. So maybe Nichols can be an option if you are looking at a replacement keeper. He can, uh, Nichols cannot because he's 5 million and I don't think Huddersfield has that much of a defensive setup, but he can uh, kick along. He can kick along nicely. So if you are looking at a replacement, that's for that's that is Nichols right there, but not main one. Unlike Etheridge, because he can be your main keeper option so far moving forward. So quite a few yeah. good options there, really. Quite a lot to choose from. Yeah, so hopefully that helps. What's next? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, speaking of uh, um, Budget Buster, uh, we have a question from Alfred here. Uh, underscore, uh, Alfred Al Marsalito underscore. Uh, and he uh, is, uh, yeah, I'll refer to it a bit, but he's uh, asking who are the least bad <laughs> uh, Budget Buster defenders, and not including Mengi and, uh, or Kane. Keeping it clean. <laughs> um, yeah. Hold on, he's asking us to name bad defenders to own? The least, the, the least bad. bad. Presumably, you, you, the least presumably bad. what he's saying is, I've looked at them, the best. I think they're all pretty <laughs> terrible, but I need to get one. Who's okay. the least bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. That's a tricky question. I feel like a lot of the best options don't have many doubles. Derby defender, maybe. Yeah, that's what my mind went. Derby defender. They are bad. But <laughs> we slate them that Derby is bad. But they are not bad. Derby, yeah, defensively, they are all right. They're doing well. They they are doing really well. Forsyth is 4.6. Yeah. It depends. If he's, if he's playing Budget Buster, he's probably playing Budget Buster in 28. Is that right, David? Is that what it says in the tweet? Um, yeah, if that's the next game, we're presuming so, because he already has, like, he probably has Mingy and Kane, as he said, not including those. So we've got to look at the doublers then, haven't we? Dabo, yeah. Dabo with Coventry, the fixtures aren't brilliant, QPR and Stoke, not great fixtures. Mm. Yeah, Bree slash yeah. Smith is not bad, but they play Sheffield United. A forest. What about a forest defender? They've got Derby and Barnsley. Yeah, but yeah. are there any any defenders from that team that are under five million? Um, no, <laughs> they're all above five million. Yeah. No, because I I was uh, I was debating getting um, uh, Spence, uh, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because he's like rumored to go now. But uh, it's yeah, it'd be sad uh, to see him go. He's, he's yeah. rumored to yeah, go, yeah, yeah. but suddenly he will be loaned back to Middles. Uh, no, he's not going back to Middlesbrough. He's not going back to Middlesbrough. Uh, Forrest, have, Middlesbrough. I believe, have agreed to keep him unless someone bigger snaps him up. Um, there you go. That's good for him. Um, one he could, he could move. Can be, one um, player can be Vandenberg of Preston. Yeah. He's 4.8. He can be... Because... It's hard. It's hard, and both of the games yeah. are away. Because he's yeah, looking at some like, good pictures this week. And all the, like Birmingham would be an obvious choice, but all the Birmingham defenders are above five somehow. Apart from like uh, ab ab apart from the one he says we shouldn't include, which is Mengi, who is four point five from right. uh, So yeah, th those are no go as well. Um, yeah, I, I would probably uh, consider going the, the straight swap from Earl to Vandenberg if uh, we know Earl is out for the mm -hmm. foreseeable future because I still want the present defender, even though their double isn't the best because I'm on Budget Buster and I need like players for 30. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, he could be an option. I don't know if he's if good even, but he's uh, cheap. So. so the moral of the story is we're struggling. <laughs> We're struggling. Just yeah, as much as you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you have the chance to, to, to uh, strike gold in this uh, 
or otherwise mud uh, mine, but uh, yeah, you have to get lucky basically. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, yeah, we can have next question from Ryan Arba, uh, who's uh, asking, uh, or he's like, it's more of a team specific uh, question for his uh, question. He says, already have four mids with doubles. Johnson from Preston, Johnson from uh, Nottingham Forest, Willock, Robinson. Thinking about using midfield generals, should I keep Swift as a fifth mid or replace with another double game weaker? Would have 7.2 million to spend. Thanks. So, so like a 7.2 max um, midfielder or keep Swift. Wow, go for go for a double game week player because if you are using midfield generals and you have four doublers, why not add another doubler? In that way, you can get ten games, one point five into one point five. So that's quite. Why why will you hold on to Swift and reading seemingly is not on song at the moment. Swift did does not look that much like uh, unlike at the start of the season um, he the covid has affected him i think his game and he hasn't looked that good but hopefully he will be in the future games but for this uh, double game week 28 i think it's better to spend elsewhere for another double game week player and he has how many how many uh, money how much 7.2 7.2 7 yeah. there are some good options i have right? an option that not uh, yeah Willick, yeah he's good uh, yeah Willick is uh, Willick has Willick seems to be the only one to get he's yeah, the I'm, third uh, choice yeah if, he, if he were for a doubler i think he's the one to get uh, and i'm also like debating this because i also have swift and i'm uh, I need to find a replacement for him, I think. But my thinking has been like, I don't have to get doubler because I already get double points from the budget buster. Um, even though I can get like four times points, so I don't know. But uh, uh, with the game with third in mind and me only having uh, one Blackburn option at the moment, I was looking at the Kadra from Blackburn. Yeah, yeah he's a shout. Uh, 5.8, and he's been playing like I think he's playing uh, either attacking uh, forward or forward yeah. alongside Burton. So he, I think he's, he will be my transfer, uh, at least one of them, this week. Hmm. Interesting, yeah. He doesn't double, but they are doing so well. One thing... Yeah, he can get like double points, uh, double game week points, even though he doesn't have a double, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. One thing I would like to mention, can you, David, can you read out the four midfielders he's already got again, please? Um, let's see. Uh, Johnson from Preston, Johnson from North, Nottingham Forest. He ha already has Woolock and he has Robinson. Okay, and so they are good, good midfielders. I'm just thinking, because midfield generals is objectively the worst boost in this set, I would say. Um, if you think about it, you're gaining an extra 0.5, like half of your points from your five midfielders. So that's two and a half extra games effectively. But when you, you also factor in that you don't have captaincy, that's, you have to subtract one and a half of that. So you're effectively gaining one player from that boost, like one set of points, which would be double to two because it's a double game week, um, potentially if they all doubled. But it's, it's not great, and I would probably prefer if you played... I don't know if you still have Captain Fantastic left. If you played Captain Fantastic or Multi-Captain. Um, because they... Not only do you gain a bit more, so it's an extra... Effectively one and a half games, but then that's kind of doubled up to three. You can also pick better options. So you could choose a striker and, and triple captain them. And then have double points as well for someone else. Um, so I would strongly consider maybe not even playing that boost and, and playing triple ca uh, captain fantastic or multi captain if you have those left. Um, yeah. Although 
a good friend of the of the pod, Steve Bird, would probably encourage him to play midfield generals because he got mid, uh, gaming rank one with it recently. To be fair, Fulham <laughs> have scored again, and it is Naskins Cavano, and I own him. It's going well. This is making up for the yeah, weekend. Well. It's making up for the weekend. It's... Very nice. Very nice. I don't know who's got the assist yet. It's pissing me off. You are getting points and <laughs> points live on the pause. Love that. <laughs> That's how often it happens. <laughs> um, well, any other thoughts on that question, or should we move on? You could even like a bench swift, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, you could. If, some, if it doesn't want him. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're back again. Same technical issue, but it's fine. Um, so, David was in the middle of reading Angus's question, so go ahead, David. Yeah, he is uh, asking. Uh, like three questions at least uh, but uh, his first question was best keeper to bring in now and I think like we have already discussed that so we can just move on uh, and his second question is which championship player do you think is most likely to be bought by a Premier League club before the end of January Johnson, Brennan Johnson yeah yeah that's a good chat Brentford are linked yeah, to him. Or, yeah, him or Burriton Diaz. I think lots of clubs are looking at him. Yeah, surely Newcastle buy someone from the Championship. <laughs> yeah, they should. They should buy yeah. a young right. Championship talent like Brennan Johnson. Oh, imagine if they both like Mitrich. Do you think they could do that? I don't think they would. When having bought Chris Chris Wood, I'm not sure why they'd go for Mitrovic when they've also got Carl Wilson. But Mitrovic could go. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if uh, Fulham would want to sell, but I, I, I don't know if like they have enough power to keep him. Yeah. I mean, a player like Elias Chair, I would expect to soon end up in the Premier League. Yeah, it's a good shot. After all, it's money talks. Whoever pays the release clause of Mitrovic, if Newcastle pays it, then suddenly he will be on his way to Newcastle. But he can reject them because he has some hard, harsh. He has some hard, hard days with them. I don't think he have played them in the. He has played for Newcastle in the Premier League. I couldn't recollect. He was sent out to loan, I think. He certainly didn't really cut it at that point, did he? No. Uh, is uh, is Harry Wilson still on loan, or is he like transferred to Fulham now? Oh. He's transferred. Okay. No loan. Yeah, okay. He's transferred. Because I could see him being a uh, like hot prospect because he's like have had some. Uh, um, Premier League uh, experience, maybe. Uh, yeah. I would love to see Jed Wallace of Millwall to be to play in the Premier League. He was linked with Forest actually, recently the other day. But yeah. Really. But yeah, he he's a good shout as well. He's he's really good at Championship level. Yeah. So yeah, a few a few thoughts there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has um, a question, I think. Yeah, he has two questions, but uh, I can uh, I, we can take that last, and then uh, we can just uh, take the second to last question from Forever QPR underscore FPL. Uh, he's asking, what boosts do you think? Do you guys guessing we are getting game thirty for the last switch? Good question. I think we're going to get. A, we usually get like one big one, like away days and budget buster. But what mm-hmm. that would be, I'm not sure. Do you think we'll get a new one or just a uh, recycled one? Probably a recycled one, but I'd love it. I'd love it if they could give us a new one. They've just got. It's just. It just must be hard to think of new ones now because they've done so many mm. already. By the way, it's 4-0 to Fulham. Oh, what 
Why is the Skyler teams on? <laughs> and Mitrovic um, hasn't got a single return, which is really nice. I'm kidding. <laughs> We, we need to be pretty happy about this because there'll be so yeah, many people love, love, who yeah. have triple captain Mitrovic, so... Who's put the football? Oh, it could be like 10-0 though, so yeah. We want the uh, counter on the until so, the final visual. <laughs> so yeah, let, let's not be buying Etheridge then. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I thought I'm going to score seven um, again. They're, they're going to score seven again, aren't they? Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I would boost. love like, one of the defensive uh, chips to come back, like cheapers keepers or party bus. I really want cheapers keepers that. back. I didn't get a play. I didn't play it first set. I want that back. Yeah, that would be a good thing with recycling them because like you, you <laughs> never have the opportunity to use every chip. So if they bring back some chips you didn't use like the first second set, you can try to use them in the last one. I hope they have a little surprise at their sleeve of something that we've not seen before. I'm, I don't yeah. hold out that much hope, but um, but they could do. Oh, hopefully that surprise is not free hit. Hopefully that surprise is yeah, not free hit. Yet. They've never done that in Gaffer yet. They've done it in Champ Man. Champ Man. But obviously yeah, that but was following FPL. Yeah, that's... In the Champ Man, that's... A little bit of they have found it a little bit of tough because of all they haven't been testing free hit chips because we haven't got free hit chips in the gaffer system at all. So it would have been it would have been nice if um, not this season but for next season if they give you a free hit chip. After, I think we might include the it in the last set, you know, because they've had to code it in for because Chapman's moved over to the gaffer site. They've now had to kind of code that in for Chapman. Maybe, yeah, I, maybe before it was quite a big job, and now yeah. it would be easy for them to just stick it in. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It would make sense it's... from like a, a programming perspective, like they save, save a bit of work. <laughs> yeah. So maybe. Yeah. After all, they need six boosts, and all the boosts we have played, what with Jeeper keep. I, I guess if they can go without an overall. But with seemingly with lots of postponements, I think overall will stay as a yeah, yeah. recurring feature. Yeah. I just had a thought. So, Mythical yeah. Dynamos. Which arguably should have included this time instead of midfield generals. So if you're not sure what midfield dynamos is, that's times two. So double points for your midfielders mm. rather than times one point five. Yeah. I reckon they might include mm. that. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. sure. Hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, if uh, the gaffer uh, guys are listening to the pod, <laughs> just ask us and we can help you with uh, coming up with the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just thought of something. You could have like a free hit chip with like also bench boost in the same chip. That'd be fun. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> if you're listening, guys, there you go. There's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, yeah, and, and, and make it limitless, yeah. like make it unlimited budget. Yeah, 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 I was about to say. I love it, unlimited <laughs> budget, full 15. That would be crazy. And triple captain while you're at it, why not? <laughs> yeah, 300 points, 300 All points. All the FPL boosts in one. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, guys, do it. Yeah. <laughs> or... Or we can, or they can, they can do one thing. They can uh, do a boost like a, like the Joker boost. We don't know whatever boost we will, whenever we will be playing it, then we can know that yeah, it's either gold faced or whatever. But that requires a lot of programming because oh. add... yeah, you, you know after the deadline what chip you played. <laughs> That'll be crazy. Could like be triple capping for every every player, but like you wouldn't know if you didn't play. <laughs> I love the idea, but that that would uh, increase the luck factor wild. too much, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it would be that, that will be wild. All eleven <laughs> players having triple points. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Should we uh, before we uh... <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. So yeah, we can go to the last question, which is a fun one. Uh, it's the uh, last one from Angus, uh, and he's asked us, 
Uh, what's your favorite kind of cake? Good question. Very good question. For me, I can go first because I thought about it a bit. Uh, because uh, that was an easy answer. I think my uh, would be uh, cheesecake. It's the best. Mm. I like that. I like that shout. I love a bit of cheesecake. Or Oreo cake, but like that's a close second. I'm struggling to pick between two. One is lemon drizzle. I do enjoy lemon drizzle. The other is just a chocolate cake with like really nice ganache. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, One of those two. I'm not sure which. If you have to pick, my... if I had to pick, probably the chocolate cake. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I I would have been shocked if you have picked the lemon drizzle. <laughs> oh, lemon drizzle's great. No, that is that is still a fantastic, fantastic cake. I don't even think I've tasted that before. I, I yeah I, I haven't also eaten any lemon cake I think I've eaten lemon tart but that doesn't symbolizes a cake isn't it I guess that's quite British that is quite a British thing lemon like drizzle cake yeah. um, sounds very British yeah it's just like a lemon cake but it's like a nice kind of ice yeah. like glaze on top it's, it's, mm. it's, yeah. it's like well, it's more like a syrup I guess yeah yeah. For me, it has to be red velvet cake. I don't know why. Every time I visit a cake shop, I have to buy a piece of it. Just to... <laughs> other... <laughs> I don't know. I, I be... Every time, every time. Even if I went for supposedly some birthday cakes, I need to buy some for someone. I need to have a red velvet cake. Then I need to... I will be buying another birthday cake or whatever for my family or whatever. So... A kind of a very big fan of red velvet cake, so that would be my pick. All right, it. All right, all those picks. Very nice. Yeah. All right. That was the last question. That is all the questions. So all that remains is for us to look at our plans for the double for game week. Game week twenty eight. So. David, your team is up. It looks very interesting, and I believe we all know what you're going to do, but go ahead and explain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can understand uh, with looking at the bench uh, that has Harry Wilson and Burton at the moment, uh, and the doubler. Uh, but yeah, if it wasn't clear, I'm going to play the budget buster. I've, uh, even if I didn't want to, I have, I have set up my team to, like, I have to play it, so I, w I will. But uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, th I think it looks okay. With like, there are there are a good amount of uh, cheap player that players that are good uh, at the moment. Uh, so yeah, if I uh, if Earl isn't uh, fit for the weekend, I uh, will take him out, and I will have. Uh, I will probably also take out Swift. So I will have uh, nine players that are uh, under the like. Uh, uh, rules. Oh, how do you say it? Uh, yeah. yeah, the requirements. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's okay with uh, that boost because I, I feel like I have to play Mitch at least. Uh, but I could also consider like just not selling Swift and like playing Burton. I don't know. Do you think uh, the Middlesbrough game is a good game for Burton, or do you think it could be benched? I think it's a tricky game, but they are at home and they can against any. Yeah, so I might just like play for maybe five two three uh, instead and just get the uh, Earl replacement for without a hit. So that can be a uh, better actually. Brilliant. Yeah, wow, it. all I'm, the best, uh, isn't it? I'm going to actually think about it. Hmm. It's a very important week for you. And then after that, are you just going to look to kind of use your free transfers to to get out of it? Yeah, I actually have uh, I have like. Uh, plan properly for this and look like who I want to get and stuff. Uh, so uh, yeah, I used uh, uh, quite a bit of time like listening to the AFL pod and like who they would uh, suggesting for the, from the teams that are playing into and stuff. So yeah, I think I'm going to get some uh, Sheffield United players at least and yeah. uh, Weidman coming up. Maybe Gibbs White will be back. Gibbs White back. 
Do you, actually, do you know if Gibbs White is uh, closing in? Because like he's one of my uh, in my watch list. I don't think he's far away. I wasn't actually aware that he was injured until Friday when I, he, was, he was another one I got on my overhaul because I knew they were going to have doubles coming up and held him for oh, ages. Okay. And then I realized, then I found out he was injured because of from Angus's tweet. So, yeah. but I think he's yeah, I think he's not far away. He might he might well be back by thirty. We'll see. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Um, Abhishek, your team is next. Yeah, so I will also be playing Budget Buster. And seemingly I have, what, I have one, if Earl is fit, fingers crossed, hoping for good news from Angus or Preston websites or whatever way I can find news for Earl. If Earl is fit, then nice. I am waiting for Willux, if Willux price rises, Mm, by the time the deadline mm, ends, if Willux price rises, or uh, then I need to find another move because see, my another transfer move was was moving chair to Willux, but if uh, but he is close to the threshold of the midfield price, so fingers mm, crossed for that. If he doesn't get the price rise, then Willux will be straight mm, will be coming into my team. If not, then I need to look at another budget midfielder uh, from the list just to fulfill uh, fulfill that role for the budget buster. Because see, uh, as of now, I have one, two, three, four, five, I think eight players on a budget, so which bodes well. Uh, I think uh, if Willock is um, fine from price wise, then I can get nine. If not, then seemingly I need to get another one, or I might just do the. If Earl is out, then I just might do the Earl transfer. Uh, so yeah, that's my team, and I think I will be my three out of budget players who will be starting are Burrich and Mitrovic and Townsend. Cool. That's it. Yeah, you're looking well set there. Another big big game week for you then with with that boost. Yeah. My team is yeah, I'm definitely suffering from using my boosts earlier. I guess when I used like my first one which was super subs, I didn't know about well it was before COVID went really bad, so and paid budget must have then as well. So I, I can't be too it was before Omicron, so Negative. I can't, can't keep yeah. myself too much. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I have quite a lot of doublers so that's all right i'm on um seven as it is and i'm definitely pretty set on solanke to piro even though solanke is against hull um but i think i will do that because bournemouth do only have two fixtures um in the coming weeks and then um i am yet to, I, I want to sell swift so i could sell swift but i'm not sure who i'd buy um or if I feel like neither Moore nor Davis will play, I'll probably get a keeper instead. Um, which is anno it's annoying that I'd have to make a keeper transfer, considering I have two keepers that are supposed to double this weekend. I love this game week. So, yeah, I am anticipating quite another another quite big drop this week because of no boosts. Um, but, yeah. It is what it is. It's not going very well at the moment. I've got Earl as well. So actually my amount of doublers is going... And Vrancic, who might not even be back fit. See, it's just there's just a list of issues all racking up at the moment. And I have no boost to do anything about it. So, yeah, not optimistic. But uh, we'll see To be happens. honest, I don't, think, I don't think you will drop that much. Because you already got live goals in your team as of now. With Bogle and I think Cabano has scored. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, sure. that's nice, that is good, but it's... it's yeah, seemingly that has... Yeah, I don't think you will get that much of a drop-off, but, yeah, you kind of need luck. Uh, you kind of need some sort of luck. Yeah. From, because lots of guys have be, will be playing Budget Buster, because that's the only chip I think, left. That's the one, that's the less... one that I'm worried about, yeah. A lot of people playing that. I think I'll captain Townsend and I'll vice captain 
maybe Mitrovic. We'll see. So yeah, that is my team. And that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you all for for tuning in and I wish you all the best in in game week twenty eight or at least as much as you can when you're competing with each other. <laughs> um, yeah, hope you have have a good game week and uh, hopefully COVID will not ruin things for us. Um, I'm feeling fairly optimistic, but you just never know at the moment. And uh, yeah, feel free to like and subscribe and share and all that wonderful stuff. Um, and we will see you all very, very soon for another another Gaffer episode. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.